1: Hi, everybody. Welcome back to the WFAN Baseball Insiders Yankees Spring Training Podcast for Monday, March 15th. I'm Sweeney Murdy. Yankees beat the Phillies 4-2 in Tampa. Another strong outing from Domingo Herman. Four scoreless. He walked one and struck out six. Herman is not allowed a run in nine innings so far this spring. He's pitching well. Davey Garcia also pitching well. You know, the Yankees have Five rotation spots, obviously, and they'll kick in a little bit more as they try to spread it out. Add innings for guys, so uh, they always say you need 6 or 7 or 8. This year they probably need 10, 11, maybe even 12. At the beginning of the year right now, things look pretty good because they still have all their rotation options on the table. That's a good problem for Aaron Boone as he tries to decide. It looks like it's coming down to Herman versus Garcia when you consider Garrett Cole as the obvious number one. Corey Kluber and Jameson Tyone acquired with the idea that they have secure roster uh, rotation spots, rather. And Jordan Montgomery is a returning member as well. So with a fifth starter spot still open, all the options are still on the table for Aaron Boone. You're still two and a half weeks from opening day, but you have mm-hmm. the problem that everybody wants to have right now. You have everybody healthy and pitching well. So how do you decide when you're trying to fill out the back of your rotation?
2: Well, we got a couple of weeks to go and we'll, we'll decide, you know, we'll have a, have a lot of conversation about it and, uh, try and make the best decision for us, you know, in the immediate. And, and I, I caution everyone, you know, it's always, again, we're going to lean on, we know a lot of these guys throughout the year and, and, you know, the decision for April 1st, um, isn't the final decision. So, you know, it's, you know, I go back to you know a couple of years ago uh when DJ LeMahieu wasn't in the starting lineup on opening day you know i knew he was going to play pretty much every day but it's like somebody's got to sit on opening day and it's going to look and that's the story but you know it's a long season and uh i just feel really good about where all our starters or slash guys that give us link, i feel like um we're in a pretty good spot with them right now and and we're going to need them all
1: now as they will use more than five starters there's still going to be a, a very large bullpen contingent there and roles for long relievers, perhaps to piggyback starts, things like that. Is it possible, Boone was asked, that either Horman or Garcia could be used in a bullpen role?
2: I guess anything's sort of possible as, as things unfold. Um, but, you know, right now we kind of love where they're at. They're getting built up and, you know, kind of see them in that role.
1: So it looks like one of them will be a starter and one of them will probably be at the alternate site, um, which eventually becomes AAA. There are um, minor league options available for both guys. We'll see how things play out over the course of these next two weeks. It's hard to deny either one. Herman or Garcia at this point, they've pitched that well. And uh, I think the idea is going to be they're just, you know, what they really want is for them to keep doing this over the next two weeks. And they just have to pick one because either one will be a good choice at that point. You won't, don't want to be forced into a situation where an injury causes you to make the decision because obviously that depletes from the depth that you are talking about. Uh, so Aaron Boone on the rotation options. Mentioned Corey Kluber. Uh, he will throw again later this week. And he's looked pretty sharp so far in his outings. He pitched again last Saturday and uh, and looked very good. It's hard to get to know Corey Kluber, though. Um, he is quite quiet, and you know his nickname, Klubot. It infers that everything is very robotic and uh, not a lot of emotion. Uh, that's exactly kind of what we've seen so far in the first few weeks of spring training, uh, without the ability to kind of you know sit down with Kluber um, and kind of see how he interacts with teammates this spring because of the COVID protocols and no clubhouse access, yeah, you, know, you kind of left to wonder. So I went to Terry Francona, manager of the Cleveland Indians. He managed Kluber for seven seasons, including two Cy Young award-winning seasons. You'd think Francona knows Kluber about as well as anybody, so in order for you and I to get to know Kluber a little bit more, I had this conversation earlier on Monday with Terry Francona. We're trying to get to know Corey Kluber and what he's all about. What stands out to you about the time you spent with him?
3: You know, I I would say probably good luck, because as far as the you know, he probably puts up a little bit of a, a, I don't know if it's a wall or, you know, he's really good with his teammates and his friends, but I think he's not going to open up to, to people he doesn't know. And not a lot of people are like that. That's okay. Um, I mean, he's one of the hardest workers I've ever seen. I mean, and I've been doing this a long time. It, it's just, you know, he's so consistent at such a high, and the bar is so high. And, I mean, he made himself into one of the best pitchers of baseball. It wasn't because he threw a hundred. He just literally worked himself into being one of the best pitchers. Easy guy to root for.
1: If he's healthy, what what do the Yankees get out of him?
3: Well, one is I hope he doesn't I hope he skips when we when we play him, I hope it's not <laughs> his turn in the rotation. I mean, you're getting a guy that again, I don't know where he's at physically right now, but I mean this is a guy that, that won Cy Young's and he logged innings and you know, it seemed like he had some fluky injuries. I mean, I know they were serious, but, but I'm not too sure they were just because of his workload. I mean, he got hit by a line drive. You know, those things happen. So does it end up really helping him? Who, who knows? I mean, but, but I guarantee one thing, he's not going to shortchange them on effort. He, He'll you know, give himself the best chance to be the best pitcher he can be.
1: You're right about the fluky injuries. It's still hard, though, sometimes, even when guys miss time and as they get older, to just get back to where they were, regardless of how the injuries occurred. From what you know about him, what you're describing about how he works, his work ethic, what tells you he can get back to being at least a high percentage of what he was a a couple years ago?
3: Well, again, he's going to give himself every chance possible or the best chance possible. And I agree with what you said. Sometimes as you get some age under you and, and, and you miss time or you have injuries, maybe you're not the same person. I, I don't know. But like I said, it's not going to be because of effort. You know, and, and he, he, uh, he really gets after it. And, and, you know, like I said, he's an easy guy to root for. I certainly don't want him to beat us. Because that, you know, that's not – but I mean, I, I'm, I hope he comes back and I hope he's awesome. Because when guys leave, you don't lose your fondness for him. You know, it's just part of the game.
1: You got to know him pretty well, I would think. What, what is something that you learned about him? And maybe it took time for you to learn it, but what is something that you learned about him that people watching him just don't get about him?
3: Well, I think sometimes guys that are quieter or maybe stoic, people don't realize the fire that burns inside. You know, he's as competitive as anybody, probably more so than most. But he's so even keeled. The other team never knows if he's mad, happy, or in between. And I think he uses that to his advantage.
1: Is, is there anything that makes him laugh? <laughs> Do you see him have fun?
3: Yeah, he's kind of a closet prankster. But again, you got to get that stuff from him because if he wanted you to know that, he'd tell you, I don't want to be, you know, he's, he's, again, he gets around his buddies. He's, he's a little, he's not, he's not certainly not the loudest,
1: but he can be a little sneaky. I think we'd all love to get a glimpse at Corey Kluber, the prankster right now. Brett Gardner is holding the, uh, the championship belt in the Yankees clubhouse for, uh, for prankster. And, uh, he doesn't look like he wants to give it up anytime soon, but, uh, Corey clue, if Corey Kluber is pulling clubhouse pranks, it probably means, uh, that he's very healthy and playing very well, pitching very well and is blending in well to that Yankees clubhouse. But, um, A little insight there from Terry Francona on who Corey Kluber is and what Yankee fans might be uh, hopefully willing to see, uh, hopefully able to see, as this season moves along. want to remind you to subscribe to the WFAN Baseball Insiders podcast. You'll get my Yankees reports and Ed Coleman's Mets reports delivered to you daily. Also want to tell you that if you go to the WFAN Carton and Roberts page, you can hear a conversation they had Monday with Aaron Judge, who's having a good spring in one regard. He is healthy and taking the field and a little insight into Judge and how he's approaching this spring and um, what he looks for this season as he joined Craig Carton and Evan Roberts on WFAN earlier on Monday. So go to their page and check that out as well. Don't forget to hit subscribe, review, and as I like to say, all that jazz. Thanks for listening. I'm Sweeney (sighs) Murdy.